I just felt in that instant, I was where I belonged and I was on the right path and I just had to keep moving forward. Isn't that such a satisfying feeling when you have that like inner gut knowing that you're like, I am on the right path. Yeah, finally. finally. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. Today on the show, we are chatting about the truth about burning candles, building a business, and following your creative stirring, and the power of mantras. Welcome on the show, Taisha. Sup, babe? Hi. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. How are you doing today? I am a little chilly today. It's a little <laughs> in New York City. It is. What part of the city do you live in? Where are you based? I am Brooklyn born and raised. I love that. What part of Brooklyn? I'm it's my by the way, it is like my wet dream to move to Brooklyn. Okay. I don't know why I don't just get on it. <laughs> it's it's but, so different now. Um, but yeah, Bedside, born and raised. Cool. So do you kind of live at like nearby your childhood home? Did you want to stay in that area or what? I wish my childhood home. It's so fancy now. No, but I'm not too far. I'm right in East Flatbush, which is just like a hop, skip, and a jump away. Cool. Awesome. And you you have kids, right? You have little kiddos over there? I have two boys. How old are they? Gosh, one is nine, going on 90. um, And the other is five, going on 50. (laughs) Nine going on 90 and five going on 50. 50. Yeah, they're like two old men who just... (laughs) Oh my God. Amazing. Yeah. There's lots of old men over there with you. That's funny. So I want to give just a little background on you. I love that you are an amazing founder with such a cool company. And I'm so excited to get into the details about how you built all this and pick your brain about how you thought about how you thought about making your transition from corporate to entrepreneurship. So I will give your background and then feel free to chime in after and share anything that I missed. Guys, just so you know, it is such a treat for us to chat with Taisha today. Her full name is Taisha Torres. She is a fragrance-obsessed candle lover who founded Dorothy B & Co., which is a black and woman-owned company in 2017. She was born and raised in the heart of Brooklyn, just like you heard. She studied accounting locally at Hunter College and traveled the globe before pursuing a career in finance. She was actually an accountant. Um, She started looking for a creative outlet from her day-to-day life in the finance industry, and she enjoyed kind of pursuing different passions like painting and repurposing old furniture and interior design, and she landed on selling candles by starting it as a side hustle and then taking it full time. 
which is so cool. We have we've had a couple other founders explain the same type of scenario to us. So, Taisha, did I did I miss anything there? Is or is that kind of sum it up? So well, I <laughs> you know me so well. Um, yeah, that's like legit my whole life story. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad that, you know, that I did my research and it panned out. I, I'm actually amazing. Like, <laughs> oh gosh, is that me? <laughs> right. Isn't it, you know, what's funny that you're saying that is I've had that experience too. Like when I've gone on other people's podcasts and they introduce you and you're like, whoa, what person are you talking I about? Know, and then you're that's like, how I was feeling. Wait, she, is that me? <laughs> and then, and don't you feel like a little proud? Like it's kind of nice when someone yeah, reads your story. Done some nifty things in my short yeah. years. I know. I was gonna say you. You look so young too. So I know this is this must all. And I mean, but you, but you can't be that young because you have a nine year old. You must just have good genes. Is that what it is? You know, I'm gonna say yeah and make my mom proud. So I'm super, yeah. <laughs> she's gonna be super happy about that. I love that. Okay. Well, I know never to ask a woman her age. I'm not shy about it. Um, I don't know. I'm just not shy about my age at all. So I'm 32. Um, yeah, I'll be 33 in March. So I'm a Pisces. Cool. And I've just always kind of em- embraced my age and, and my years and even the gray hairs that I have hidden today, but trust me, they're there. Um, just embraced it all. And, you know, and I just think I've lived such an amazing life and, and I kind of want to show that off. You know? I love that. Well, I'm super excited to get into that with you today for all of our listeners. So it's funny that we got connected because we recently did an episode on clean beauty. And so I'm I'm always like, I'm very type A and kind of crazy. You probably already know that. I always like taking things, like pushing it a step further, right? Like taking it to the edge. And I am trying to go clean with like everything in my life except for like eating. I'm, I'm even doing clean drinking. We So, but like, I'm trying to just be very focused on that. And so this was such perfect timing because I have had allergies to other candles that people have burned that literally like made me sick from like soot and all that jazz. And I always wondered like, what is it with this? Like, I got to buy a better can, you know what I mean? And now I have all the best candles. Thanks to you guys. That you do. <laughs> Which, by the way, this is a great opportunity to tell all of the ladies that we are doing a giveaway. All right, girls. So if you want to enter the giveaway, you will get my seven favorite candles from Dorothy B & Co. from the Mantra and the Lavish Collection. These are the latest and greatest from Dorothy B & Co. And you can text us to enter at 917-540-7949. That's 917-540-7949. And just say enter and we will respond and let you know that we heard you. Um, you can also find it on Instagram at Pod. We will post it there if you prefer to enter that way. That works too. So you will be getting all of my favorite candles, like I said. So it's going to be like a little piece of me inside your home and basically a year-long supply of candles. So you will get my personal favorite, Exhale the Bullshit, because... I feel like we all need a little bit more of that in our lives right now. Um, You will also get good vibes only. You will get focused and fabulous. You will get cashmere nights, 
Citrus Sunset, which, by the way, I am literally obsessed with. It actually smells like a citrus sunset. I didn't even know what that was before I got it, and it's brilliant. And Mimosa Moments and a few other amazing ones. I won't spoil all the fun. When you open it, there'll still be a little bit left to discover. So if you want to enter, like I said, you can enter on at Pod, or you can text us at 917 917- Five four zero seven nine four nine, and just write enter or sup babe and we'll hit you back all right so Taisha let's get into it I'm intrigued by your backstory I think you and I were sort of chatting about this you know a little bit before getting on to do the podcast and you know as someone who you know, my background was in marketing, right? When I when I graduated college, I went and I got a job like everybody else, you know, when they graduate college, that's what the world tells you you're supposed to do, right? Just like how you did with accounting. That was me in New York in marketing, you know? And, and what I think is so interesting is that, you know, other people might be facing a similar challenge, right? Like deciding, especially in the current state of the world, this might be a time that they're spending more time thinking about whether their corporate career is right for them or whether they really want to follow a more creative path. How did you decide to make the switch from finance to entrepreneurship? How long did you work in finance? Were your parents like pissed as hell? Like what was that moment where it clicked? I'm going to stop asking you questions and let you talk, but I am excited to hear this. Yeah. I don't think that there was any one particular moment for me, you know, even now finance is such a passion of mine. Numbers are such a passion of mine. Um, You know, just like creating my candles, just for some odd reason, math and numbers provide like the same type of relaxation for me, it's just, you know, one of those things that I enjoy. Wow. And happens to be I have never heard anyone say that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know it's super odd, but it's, I just think because numbers are so, the answers are so definite. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, I can always count on that. I, I'm like and, hoping someone else teaches my kids long division, but okay, I'm sorry. I'm digressing. So well, with the way they're teaching it now, I'm hoping. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I just felt like I, I was actually looking for an outlet, just wanted to do more things for me mm-hmm. um, outside, of, outside of the workplace. And, and unfortunately, math had become the workplace and was no longer that outlet, yes. you know, and that kind of freedom, so to speak. And just by nature, I enjoy doing things with my hand, I, hands, I do enough building things, taking them apart. I'm Nicole, I'm talking about like full-blown construction. Like I put together, you know, just for like stores and, and homes and I like full-blown construction. Like, like just, more than Ikea. More than Ikea. <laughs> I can't like, even I'm do that. <laughs> Actoring walls and building them and taking them down. And, you know, just, I just enjoyed working with my hands. Um, and it's so it it kind of grew. So it grew from small projects around the house to some interior design, repurposing old furniture, like you mentioned, which I absolutely love thrifting. Um, and then it's so it's so odd. I was just sitting on the couch surfing YouTube, you know, one of my pastimes. <laughs> I just came across this candle making video and thought it was so cool. I was like, oh my god, look at that. Wait, by the way, I've totally gone down that YouTube tangent too. On candle yeah, making, right? yes. So it's so odd that and random that I just ended up on candle making. 
But I'm there, I'm watching this video, and I just thought this was so cool, and I just had to try. And when I say it's such a rabbit hole, it's <laughs> it went from getting this like tester kit, trying it out, just mixing and matching and trying different techniques and different fragrances and adding a sprinkle of interior design to that and actually like creating these jars. I really wanted the candles to kind of be, you know, a staple in someone's home. You can put this on your coffee table and whether it's lit or not, like it looks super cute and it could be like a, you know, really nice addition to any room. And yeah, it's just, Wait, that's interesting. So this business actually is, it it does kind of encompass two of your passions, right? Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Interior design is such a huge passion of mine. And And what is a home without a candle? Yeah. It sets a vibe. And what is a home without a great piece? You know, these small pieces, they really kind of make the room. And so that's what I keep in mind and what I think of whenever I'm creating you know, a new, a new candle, a new fragrance, a new jar design. I'm really just keeping the whole room kind of in mind. Cool. Okay. That's interesting. I like understanding the thought process behind it. Um, I I was going to share this too, because, you know, you and I are just starting to just getting to know each other. And I actually had an experience, um, probably like, five years ago. And I don't know if everybody listening knows this, so I'll just share, but my father passed. So this must've been like six years ago. My father passed away about five years ago and, and, and it's okay. All good. Now he's still with me here today. But, um, one of our, you know, one of our last conversations in that last year of life that he was here on this earth with us, he told me how proud he was of me for following DJing, right? For building my career and and being able to pursue my creative calling. And he he was a doctor. He was a forensic psychiatrist, but who loved to cook. He was an amazing chef, really, truly. And he said that he felt a lot of pain internally because he never pursued the creative side of him. I don't know. Did you ever, like, was there a moment where Like what pushed you over the edge, you know? I think just standing back, it was just at a point where, you know, the business had just gotten off its feet and I was, and I think it's maybe my second or third show, um, a trade show Mm -hmm. and just standing back and looking at the empty shelves and, you know, the empty table and was just like, wow you know, like they, they, they really like, like they like these candles, they like this product and just knowing that this is what I was supposed to be doing. I, I just felt in that instant, I was where I belonged and I was on the right path and I just had to keep moving forward. Isn't that such a satisfying feeling when you have that like inner gut knowing that you're like, I am on the right path. Finally. Like, <laughs> like yeah, finally it's right. <laughs> yeah. Was how many, so how many years were you in finance? I know Dorothy B and co has been around since 2017. So three years, right? Yeah. Dorothy B has been around for about three years now. I have literally been in finance since college and I'm scared to think like how long were you doing yeah, both jobs so, at, for a period of time or oh god yeah so I think like most of us and, and anyone starting out 
it, you're kind of scared to jump feet first into it. So you want to keep your day job and, you know, just hope that it works out, but kind of see how it works out. Um, it just became so super demanding that it seemed as though my career actually was a hobby, you know, mm-hmm. and dark beauty was the career. And at, again, at that point, I just knew, you know, I couldn't kind of stand in between the two and that I just needed to hop feet first into my passion and into what I love doing. That's so cool. I love that. And I, I, I like you took me to that moment where you were at the trade show and everybody took everything home and you're left with no product and you're like, holy shit, people like this. And it's, I, I can't imagine, especially that you made these with your own two hands, like what a satisfied, like fulfilling, vindicated feeling that must be that you brought this beautiful product to life and people are responding to it. It's still overwhelming and I still kind of can't believe it. Like three years in and I don't think I'll ever, I don't think it'll ever really sink in. <laughs> so does it feel like, a, it, you're saying it feels like a dream come true? Like you're just. Like I, I, I'm literally shocked each time the phone goes off like with the sale. I'm just like, you would think it's the first one every time. Every <laughs> That's so funny. And I'm sure that happens all day. Like, I'm sure that's a regular occurrence. <laughs> yeah. And so on days, I like today, obviously, like we're in the holiday season, so sales are picking up, which I'm super um, happy about, but also very scared. Um, and the phone's just kind of going off, going off, going off, going off. And I'm just like staring at it with like a blank stare, like, oh my God. <laughs> like, like, how are we going to oh fulfill my, all I, of these? <laughs> can't believe it. I don't think it'll ever really sink in. And I don't want it to. I, I don't want it to because it makes me just that much grateful that much. for each and every sale that yep, comes through. Totally. I hear you. I love that. And, and funny you said holiday because I was just thinking like these are amazing gifts, especially the mantra collection, like to send somebody a candle that says like exhale the bullshit, babe. You know what I mean? Like it's so relevant to the world that we're living in right now. And I love how you put so much heart and soul and thought into the product. I, you're very creative. And I think that really shows, but I want to take it back a notch and just kind of, can you talk me through how you came up? So you came up with the idea because you started you making candles on your own. Right. And then, and then take me from there. I'm just curious what the backstory is. Like, I understand the styling of them, but then let's talk about the mantras. So I started making the candles on my own and my guinea pigs, so to speak, were family and friends, Mm -hmm. which they had like hundreds and hundreds of candles. And then uh, my grandmother passed and she was just a really, really big part of my life. Super fearless, um, super loud, super funny, definitely just, you know, the center of attention whenever she entered the room. Just an amazing, amazing woman. And so she passed away. And it's, it's, so this might sound a little odd to some of your listeners, but I'm a very spiritual person. So I am going to walk you guys through just, you know, how the, I guess, company really came about. Yeah. And so she passed away and I dreamed about the company for three days. Yes, I know. Odd. So the first night I just had a dream that I had this candle business. It was doing good. And, you know, I woke up and I brushed it off as, you know, just one of those. Just a random dream. Yeah. Yeah. So here we go the second night and I'm getting more details now, like about the business and I'm seeing product and I'm seeing shelves and 
you know, and I'm in the dream, just kind of perplexed, like, hey, like, you know, why am I back here? And so I, I brushed it off again. And here we are the third night. And I mean, Nicole, this is the third consecutive night that I've laid down and on my nice microfiber pillow. And here I go back in the same dream in the same space with the same shelves with, you know, same products. And now I'm just seeing more of the picture. Um, and I kind of just took that as a sign that maybe I should pursue this more seriously. You know, maybe I really pay attention. And I want to say that it was my grandmother shoving me because she was good for doing that. But I really just took it as a sign that I, sh- I should really pay attention to what I was doing. I was I was heading in the right direction. So was this like um, pretty quickly after she passed or? Yeah, this was maybe like, I want to say a few weeks after she passed that I really kind of, you know, just decided to pursue it as a business instead of just a hobby. And so that's where the company name comes from. It's called Dorothy B. Her name was Dorothy, but my grandma's name was Dorothy Bentick. So yeah, Dorothy B, that's where the name of the company comes from. It is actually my middle name as well. My mom saw fit to name me Taisha Dorothy Shante Flores. (laughs) It's long. (laughs) But I carry my grandmother's name, which is something I hold like Dear to my Wait, heart, Taisha, my grandmother's name is also Dorothy. Really? Can you believe that? What a weird coincidence. What the odds of that? That's weird. I mean, maybe she is a part of the, you know, I mean, because it's it's yeah. weird that you wound up here on Sup Babe with us. And, you know, I know. that's I know. funny. That's interesting. The Dorothy's Unite, you know. Dorothy's Unite. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's where the company itself comes from. It comes from my grandmother shoving even, you know, in her grave. And so I know you mentioned your dad and and how he was sad that he never really pursued his creative side. And I, I honestly feel like my grandmother is so proud of me for pursuing mine. I guess maybe I want to say last year, I had a a dream, me and my dreams, right? I should just be a psychic. No, I had a dream and my grandmother had never visited me in a dream. I just, obviously I had the, the three dream push, but I had never saw her, you know, in a dream or anything after that. And she came to me last year and just long story short, I saw her as clear as day and she just looked up and she was like, I'm so proud of you. That's wild. I have chills right now. That's crazy. So again, I'm like super spiritual. So I hope I'm like not scaring your readers with my ghost story. No, no, no. Honestly, I'm super spiritual too. And you know, I'll share something else with you. So this is crazy too. Okay. So I had a very similar dream. I I really believe in dreams. We've done episodes on Sup Babe, on dreams, on pandemic dreaming, because everyone's having like fucking nightmares right now, you know, stress dreams right now. But I did a... I want to say like maybe three years ago, it might've been like the year he started Dorothy B and Co. I went to Japan for my father's anniversary in heaven. So it was his two year anniversary. I think he had, you know, passed two years before and I landed in Tokyo, went to sleep that night, the night of his anniversary in heaven, I call it. Um, And I fell asleep and I woke up remembering a dream that Samsung was one of my clients at the time. I DJed a lot of different projects for them um, around New York City. And I had a dream that we were in the Samsung building. You know, it wasn't exactly the same rendition as the meatpacking one. It was in Japan. Um, So it was like 
lots of lights around everywhere. And it was like on a high floor of a building outdoors. And he came to me in that dream. He sat down at a table. We were like at a high top seating area. And he just said, I want you to know that I see everything and I'm so proud of you. And it's wild that you're telling me that you had a very similar dream. Yeah, but wasn't that an amazing feeling? Yes, it was It was vindicating. Yep. Like, no words, honestly. For sure. No I think there are moments in entrepreneurship where, especially creative entrepreneurship, right, where we don't know sometimes, are we doing the right thing, right? Are... More often than not, I think that's like 85% of it for me. With every decision, every sense that I come up with, you know, I just never know. It's tons of uncertainty, but just kind of being certain that I'm going to, you know, bring the best product that I can bring and, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, that's me. And like, that's just me every day is we'll see what happens. Do you follow your intuition? Or are you a big believer in that? You seem like someone who follows their gut. I am. I follow my gut everywhere that I go. I honestly am. I can't say, I can't even say that I ask opinions like often or ask for help often. Um, I'm, it's just because I guess I'm easily decisive, mm-hmm. which good. might not be a good thing, but I mean, it's been good for me so far. You need that as a CEO, right? Easy, you know, problem solving and decision making are, are basically the name of the game if you're running the company, right? Yes. You have to be that strong lead, you know, for the team. There's no wavering over here. And so since you're such an expert, by the way, on candle making, I want to shift gears a little bit here because I told you guys in the intro how I woke up once with soot in my nose from putting out a candle that was, you know, that had harmful, toxic chemicals in it and improperly extinguishing it and all these things I was doing wrong that I didn't know about, which hopefully we can educate everybody else on. I woke up with, you know, soot in my nose and it was just crazy. I want to ask you a little bit more about, you know, candles and our health. I know that some people think that non-organic candles, et cetera, can be really bad for you. You're not, you're the expert, not me. Can you tell everybody and help educate us a little bit more on the topic? Of course, of course. So yeah, you wouldn't believe that something that seems so harmful, like a candle can actually- Harmless, harmless. (laughs) Yeah, harmless. Sorry about that, guys. Yeah, something so harmless as a candle can be like just super harmful. So before, candles used to be made with lead wicks, with lead core wicks, which obviously no one should be burning lead in their home. Right. Um, so I'm glad that, you know, just overall many companies have made that change, but a lot of our favorites um, are still using what we call paraffin wax, okay. which is not good for you at all. Um, it's made from sometimes coal or whale skin, which don't even really sound appealing to burn, yeah. um, but it can release, release carcinogens in the air, which are just little toxins that you are floating around that you don't even notice that can trigger your allergies and can, um, you know, unfortunately with prolonged use possibly cause lung cancer, which obviously, you know, no one wants that burning inside their homes. And so it's always good to purchase candles that I made with hundred percent soy wax or beeswax or coconut wax is always, um, it's also a good alternative for you to buy, but 
you know, I really suggest you staying away from paraffin wax at all costs. Now, it's cheaper to use. So this is why, you know, again, a lot of our favorites um, are using it. And it does hold fragrance a lot better. So, you know, you may open these these candles and you're super enticed by how well it smells and it kind of fills up the room, but it's really, really not good for you. And it's going to just cause, you know, serious harm. Okay. Well, that is good to know because I have been concerned about that ever since my allergies flared up from my soot experience. I didn't even like know that candles produced soot. So I was like... Threw that candle out. Let's put it that way. Not burning anything like that again. It was probably paraffin wax. It was a cheap one. And, but yeah, I think like any, with anything, you know, you get what you pay for. Right. So. Yeah, this is true. But, you know, so, and this is why with us here at Dr. B, we have our Be Junk Free campaign, which I'm super, super proud of. And it's where we educate people just, you know, about the different um, the different waxes and, you know, how candles can be good for you. And then also how they can also be harmful if you're not using the right ones. Also really proud of that because we prompt people and encourage people to recycle. Oh, our cool. Jars. Tell me yeah. about that. So we, by all means, want you to recycle the jar. I mean, they're super cute. So do not throw them out. Use them as, you know, makeup holders or jewelry holders. Yep. Just another way. Can, the candles are helping you stay healthy, and we just want to, in our way, help the environment. So how do you get all the wax out of it after you've burned it? Do you believe it's so super easy? All you do is put some warm water on the inside with a little bit of dish soap and wash it out. Okay, and so that will clear out the extra wax? That, that will clear out any of the remaining wax, and it'll also get out the little sticky that holds the wick in place. And then you can use it to your heart's desire. I have uh, makeup brushes stored in mine. I have jewelry, so I use them for my earrings and my Yeah, rings. they are super cute. I would definitely not this throw these out. And paper clips. I have them They're everywhere. so super cute. So I want to talk a little bit more about the mantra collection and, you know, using mantras in meditation, using candles in meditation. Do you have a meditation practice? I do. So I meditate every morning and it makes such a difference. Sometimes I don't get to meditate as long as I like. Um, I do like to try to, you know, meditate for 20 to 30 minutes, but if I can get at least five, I'm going to take it. Yep. Yeah. And I practice mindful meditation because I am such a creative person, the downside to that is that my mind is always running. Yep. I always have just a million and one ideas going on at once, which can be super exhausting. Like you wouldn't believe it's like I'm running a marathon in my head. Sweetie, I have um, the same thing. I yeah. hear you 100% agree. And you're doing a great job ex- explaining how this feels because I'm sure people can identify with this. Yeah, it's like a marathon in your head. And so with mindful meditation, it just kind of allows me to sit and be in the moment, to just focus on my breathing at that time, focus on the way my body is feeling at that time, to really just kind of not turn everything off. I don't think I'll ever be that good at meditation. But it allows me to kind of pause and slow down and really just take everything in at one moment at a time. And it's so super helpful for me. And when I do get to meditate my full 20 to 30 minutes, I have the best ideas. I do too. 100%. That's so funny that you're saying that. I've, I've talked about this a little bit before. I call meditation like the entrepreneur's brainstorm, <laughs> right? 
Because you, you don't have 10 people to brainstorm with, right? When you're a small or a company. And so it's like brainstorming with yourself by pushing out the noise and then it makes space for the ideas that you probably needed, ways to problem solve, fix things, answers, like they exactly. flow in. Exactly. Totally. That's so cool that you mentioned that. So, okay, do you when you meditate, do you use a candle with your meditation? Because I used Exhale the Bullshit this morning and I feel like your mantra collection is like made for a meditation practice. Yes. So I, if I can get my full time, I like to use a candle, but even when I, when I don't, I kind of use that as my, my moment. And that's my, my final thought of meditation. So I always like to end my meditation with a kind of main thought for Mm -hmm. the day. And I use my mantras for that. So, you know, I'll meditate for a few minutes, and then I'm like, okay, focus and fabulous. This is what we are today. This is how we're feeling. This, this is what we're doing today, you know? And I use my mantras to kind of set the tone for my day. I love that. That's a great idea. I don't really, I think I sort of, you know what? Actually, I do sort of do that. So my mantra, this is going to make you laugh. My mantra is I'm a fucking queen, right? And so I'm going to behave like a queen behaves, right? I'm going <laughs> to fix everybody else's it. crown. I'm going to, I'm going to be graceful and generous yeah. and loving, okay. you know? Um, so, and by the way, maybe that's like a candle collab, <laughs> you know, so. uh, I will, I will not blame you if you use that idea, but yeah, I love your mantras too. There's so many amazing ones up on the website and I love that you're using them at the end of your meditation practice. I think I sort of like think it in the beginning and then like my mind will, you know, wander obviously. Right. Cause that's what it's made for when I, you know when I'm getting deeper into meditation, but the mantra does help rein you in, set the tone and like a vibe. Can you tell me how you come up with the mantras for your candles? I also love that you guys have candles um, that support BLM. Like they're very timely. Can you tell me a little bit more about your thought process behind building this line? Yeah. I mean, I, I want my candle candles to just kind of resemble everyday life for me. And again, focus and fabulous is definitely something that I, you know, something I've said over and over to myself to kind of get through, get through the days, even like in preparing, you know, to chat with you on this podcast, that was actually my message to myself today. You know, as I'm getting ready, like I got this, we're focused, we're fabulous. We're just gonna, we're gonna rock out. And so these are our ways that I've kind of given myself a pep talk, if that makes sense. My mantra candles are are legit just my pep talks to either myself or my girlfriends. Obviously, especially Exhale the Bullshit. That was one for my best friend when she's, you know, having her guy troubles. And it's the most popular. Oh my God, wait, I love that. Did you like send, you're like, I know you're going through a breakup, but here's a candle. Be focused and fabulous, bitch. (laughs) Well, no, we had like, we had work to do. I'm like, look, we got to buckle down. We got to get this done. Like, I know you're going through a breakup. And you're feeling a little iffy right now, but I need you to exhale that bullshit and let's go. Let's go. Let's rock it. Wait, it's so yeah. This is like I could give my friend a pep talk, but it also has a function. Exactly. Exactly. And it's a pep talk that she can wake up to every single day without, you know, having to call your phone. And and like feel loved, right? Because I feel like the the art in it is that if you give it to someone else and they're reading that mantra to themselves, it's like, they know that they're loved too, even more so. Yes. 
I've given that to my sister during finals. Um, she's actually in her master's program, which can be yep. super tough and take a toll on her. And so, you know, I've sent her candles just to kind of, we're not super affectionate people, but you know, that's kind of my sisterly pep I love that. So I want to shift gears a little bit here too, and just kind of chat with you about, you know, your experience, right? You're, you're a new-ish company. You're kind of out of startup mode. You're in like growth mode and it's the middle of a pandemic. You're, you know, it's, you are running a, a business in kind of like the world's craziest time, right? And I know that there's been a lot of talk about supporting Black-owned businesses, supporting female-owned businesses, supporting small and local businesses. Are you seeing that? What is your experience? Like, can you can you take us through that? I totally am seeing it. And I just want to take a second to say thank you to each and every person that is out there supporting Black-owned businesses, that's supporting small businesses, just the outpouring of love and support, honestly, kind of just took my breath away. I think we saw it start, I want to say maybe around the middle to beginning of June. You guys, I was legit just at home, you know, taking a second to kind of unwind and my phone just went crazy and just ding, 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 ding. And at first I thought thought it was broken. (laughs) I was like, what are uh, all these orders? Yeah, like what's happening? I really thought my phone was broken. It was just so many orders. I I couldn't, all I could do was just kind of just take a second to kind of say a silent thank you. And it's been that way ever since. So I do just want to let everyone out there know if you are shopping small and if you are supporting Black-owned businesses, it does mean the world to us. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely, I know, helped my business for sure, you know, survive the pandemic. 2020 has, has not been a kind year to most, especially business owners. And I'm just so, so grateful that it has just been amazing. I am so happy to hear that too. I mean, because it, it could be the opposite, right? A lot of businesses are shutting yeah. their doors, but you know what else too? I mean, I always look at trends, right? And you're you're in an industry where it's it's a home product, right? And so people are still spending money, you know, their hard-earned dollars on things that they can enjoy in their home. So they're probably burning more candles now sitting I mean, I burn them sometimes when I'm working on my laptop and have a little, you know, jazz or Spotify playlist on in the background to kind of set the mood, you know? Yeah. I mean, and I'm happy that people are are spending up more time home. You know, before we, I can't tell you how many hours of the week I would be home, you know, pre-pandemic. Um, and obviously we're kind of forced to be home right now, which is not, you know, that feeling. Yeah. But it does allow us to slow down and practice self-care more often than we would. I think candles are definitely a part of self-care. Like it reminds you to like breathe, even just like looking at the flame. You're like, oh, that's pretty. You know, like you can breathe again. So Dorothy, I want to pick your brain. What advice do you have to young budding female entrepreneurs who want to try to pursue creative businesses? Like you've done it. You've listened. You followed your gut. You knew when to push the pedal to the metal. Like what advice would you give to the up and coming group of entrepreneurs? Of course. So the first bit of advice that I would give is to set realistic goals for yourself. Obviously, 
when starting a small business, everyone kind of thinks about the end goal and everyone wants to be a millionaire, but take, you know, take the time to set small, realistic goals for yourself and celebrate each and every milestone you hit, whether it's your first sale, your 10th sale, a new idea, a new product, really enjoy the journey and celebrate every step of the way. Another bit of advice. I, would I think give. that's great. By the way, the celebrate thing, it's, I think that's a challenge for me, right? Sometimes it's very hard to celebrate. Life gets busy. It's like, oh, you have one success and then all of a sudden you, but you got so much work, right? As an entrepreneur that yeah. it's hard to even make the time, but what you're saying is what makes it all worth it. It really is. And it, it doesn't have to be like, you know, mimosas on the Miranda or something like it doesn't have to be something super super huge but I know for me that honestly I just go to the mirror and I just stand there and I'm just like you know you're really amazing like you totally rock that just something so small and then you know that's my celebration that's that's it but I love that you are recognize- all about the pep talk this is your theme. I love it. Yeah. That's one <laughs> yeah, of your tips. Right? It's, it's give yourself a pep talk if you need to, you know? Yeah, give yourself a pep talk and celebrate you. And so, yeah, I guess that would be tip number two. And my final bit of advice, and this is super, super important, is take care of yourself. Take the time to take care of yourself. There is no business without you. There are no ideas without you. It all starts with you. So take the time to take care of you. I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you so much, Dorothy. This has been great. And I am sure that our ladies are getting just as much value out of this as I am. Where can everybody connect with you, shop for candles? Just give us all the goods, website, Instagram, et cetera. Yes, yes, of course. So you guys can find us at www.darcybco.com. And you can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at Darcy Beacon. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for having me. All right, ladies. If you loved what you heard today, you know the drill. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us five stars. We would be oh so grateful for a quick review. And you can add us on Instagram at DJ Nicole Rose and add Sup Babe Pod. We hope we've brightened your day, but that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays in the mornings to Sup Babe, your one-stop shop for living your best life. <laughs>